Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews, and today, boy, do we have a stinker for you, but <laughs> before we even get to Phantom so. from Outer Space, uh, Dave tells me uh, he's been watching something on YouTube that we might find interesting. Yeah, um, I was just talking to Scott, and my question to him was, do you ever watch YouTube just for entertainment? Um, mostly... You know, I used to watch it for, oh, damn, I broke something. Somebody right. must know how to fix it. Um, but I've been watching, uh, like, some reaction videos lately. I'm addicted to reaction videos. Uh, and when I say reaction videos, like music, like music that nobody's ever heard before uh, from people that have never mm -hmm. been uh, uh, dropped into that genre. There's a guy called, um, he's on YouTube, Jamil, Jamel. A.K.A. Jamil, I think I said it right. Um, Jamel, A.K.A. Jamil, Jamal. Sorry, I suck at this. I'll send you the link, Scott. You can. Make it I'll put it in the notes. Put it in the notes for our viewers. But um, the guy's funny as shit because he'll he does some comedy stuff. Like he'll get a reaction from some comedy stuff. He was watching a Bill Burr skit. Mm -hmm. And he was cracking up, and I was like, oh, I always love to see people, I love to see people laugh anyway. Right. But when you're laughing at something that I'm laughing at, or laughing with something I'm laughing with, it makes it even funnier for me. Um, and he reacts to, like, a lot of music videos. And it's always amazing to me of people that I think everybody should he have known. Like, you should know who Led Zeppelin is, The Who is. Uh, Rush, The Doors. These are bands that I grew up listening to. Who? So when somebody about my age or just <laughs> shall punch you in the face. <laughs> oh, I know who the who But when is. somebody about our age, you know, tells you I've never heard of them, and you're like, What how could you not have ever heard of what these? What fucking guys? rock have you been under? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But there was another guy called um I wanna say Romeo is his is his uh nom de nom de gure. Um, but again, I'll, I'll get all these links off to, to Scott because these guys are worth watching. They're funny. They're intuitive. But uh, the, the one other guy that I was watching was doing some reviews. And I guess he had gotten that question, like, how do you not know who these people are? And he's like, my upbringing is nothing like your upbringing. And he does a little video of like, this is where I came from. And I, I want to say he was in Louisiana someplace, mm -hmm. pro probably NOLA. And he like shows the street gangs and the streets that he lived on and stuff like that. He goes, that's, that's what I grew up with. He goes, you want to talk rap? I'll talk rap all day long. And I'm like, yeah, of course, of course you don't know what I, what I know. Cause it'd be like somebody, it'd be like me doing reaction videos to rap. I'm yeah. The fuck do I know about a rap artist? Well, I, you know, he, like case in point, stuff, I, have, yes. I have friends in Atlanta they'll be talking uh rap artists and hip hop. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know, yeah. you know, and they're looking at me like, how could you not know? And it's like, right. I didn't grow up with that. And it's like, yeah. how did you not know who uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival is? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, how could you not? But it's, it is our uh, environment. Like very early rap I, I got because they were so popular and they were oh, yeah. slamming into everything that I was into at the time. So yeah, like early rap artists, you know, run DMC, you know. You couldn't um, avoid it. It was everywhere. It was so mainstream at that point. Yeah. Um, so those guys I know. But after that, I start. I, I just stopped listening to it because it just, for me, it just wasn't my thing. Um, mm -hmm. But there's a there's a couple of other guys that do like Hollywood, almost Hollywood reporter type stuff. Um, some guys, um, the part of 
Geeks and Gamers, which is like a group of, I guess, people that do stuff together. Hmm. And they're they're interesting. I don't watch a lot of their stuff just because it's like some of it's so much alike and some of it's so different than anything that I'm actually interested in because they do a lot of gamer stuff and I'm not a big gamer, but you might be into them. Um, and there's a guy called, uh, his name's Jeremy and he does something, he's got a channel called The Quartering. I love this guy because he's, he's not really conservative, but he has very much the same views that you and I have on uh, on uh, uh, Hollywood and how they re- how they just screw things up. Mm-hmm. And I started watching him just because of the Star Wars stuff that was going down with uh, Gina Carano. And I watched some of his stuff and I just kind of got hooked to him and I started looking at some of his mm-hmm. older videos. And he does pretty much the same thing. Like, why would you do this, Hollywood? Why would you, <laughs> why would you, why would you mess with that kind of mm-hmm. thing? But he's pretty funny. He's um he he can be very funny. And then there's other times where I'm watching. And it's like not into whatever you're talking about. It's like you're yeah. talking video games. I'm gonna turn you off because I don't know video games. But yeah, there's like I just started watching a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, wow, this <laughs> I'm actually interested. Like I well, spent cool. like the other day like three hours watching this stuff. Oh, there's a guy that does pitch meetings. It's now one that guy. I'm interested in. <laughs> what this guy you'll love this. Um, uh, it's um. Uh, Pitch meetings, and it's the something rant. Again, I'll get you that. Please um, get the links because I, I I'll, I'll share them with our listeners. The, the um, all pitch three meetings of them. that this guy does is very funny. He did uh, one for Home Alone, and it's like uh, <laughs> I don't even want to ruin it for anybody. But if you, it's one guy, and it's the guy who's pitching, and then he's also playing the guy who's being pitched too. Oh, <laughs> so it's back and forth. So there's like a lot of editing in this, and he does it perfectly, and it's just so damn funny. Like I was in the middle of watching. This is why I'm late to the show because I was watching his pitch of uh, all the Avenger movies. All oh, jeez, MCU universe. I would love to see that. Oh, it's got to be just, a mess. <laughs> pitch meeting, uh, Avengers. And you'll find it. And this guy is so damn funny. I don't know how... I didn't look to see how many subscribers he's got. But if he doesn't have a million or more subscribers right now, he's not actually earning a living from being this funny. He should be. Because he's damn hysterical. Because I think he's the only writer on it. Cool. But it's it's funny stuff. I, so that's what I've been doing. I've been discovering well, that's awesome. too. I mean, we're yeah, here. Yeah. I might as well go out and discover it. Oh. Yeah. One more thing that we never do... And every one of these guys does. Hey, folks, if you're listening and you like what you hear, down here someplace, there's a little thumbs up. Go ahead and click yes, on that. Yes, please. And somewhere <laughs> I think over this way, there, there's like a little follow button. Yes. Just hit follow. Why not? Yeah. What have you got to lose, right? Yeah. And on that note, if you're listening to us, please drop us a review because the reviews help us be found. If you, like, you. What we, if you like what you're hearing, review us. That way others can can see it or share it or or do whatever and we have right. a few people that do but um the more the merrier um right. you know if you if you like our uh our takes on movies or just hearing two old guys bitch and moan about hollywood <laughs> and and shit speaking of um i've i'm i'm you just like to hear two old grumpy guys bitch about stuff <laughs> yeah if you like that you know that's you know that's that, if that's your thing uh <laughs> Uh, that's what we do isn't it that's really is what we do it is what we do and so on that on that note i'm about halfway through the Zack snyder cut of uh justice league now let me ask you before Mm -hmm. you get too much if because i wanted to bring this up too, Zack snyder um which is a whole other thing that's happening now 
mm-hmm. but I won't bring up that part. I just want to talk about Zack Snyder in general and, and this cut. For four years, people have been saying, we need the Zack Snyder cut. We need the Zack Snyder cut. And I'm thinking to myself, they are not a reliable witness. Because for four years, if I was saying, I need this, oh, I need it. And then it came out and it sucked. I'm not going to admit that it sucked after four years. I'm going to go, that's freaking brilliant. Zack Snyder's a god. But to you, I could look at you because I know you weren't online going, oh, my God, I need Zack Snyder fix. Um, How was it so far? Okay, I, I will say this. It's no slow. spoilers. No spoilers. No, I will I, I will give no spoilers on this because people still may be going through it. And right. and and I'm seeing mixed reviews of it just being a complete slog, and other people are uh-huh. saying it's just fucking brilliant. I think it falls somewhere in between. Um uh-huh. what I do like seeing is I'm sitting down to watch a movie that I've seen before, right? And it's very different. Um apparently right. this is all the stuff that that Zach had uh, wanted to shoot or had shot that Josh Whedon just completely wiped out. So what we're getting with this cut is backstories on characters that we didn't see in the justice league. You're getting cyborg flash, a lot more expanded wonder woman Mm -hmm. um, and uh, some Aquaman stuff. So it's um, actually pretty cool what I'm seeing. Okay. But it's long. It's not. I yeah. can't sit down and watch it for four hours. It's slow. Right. It's just, this is mini series level stuff. Right. Right. Okay. Um, okay. And I'm going to sound really weird, and you know, people can defend this all they want, but God damn it, I waited for so long for all movies to go 16 by nine, 16 by 10 widescreen, mm-hmm. and this is shot in four by three, so it will fit on an IMAX screen, and it's driving me fucking bonkers. So. <laughs> Because <laughs> an IMAX screen is apparently square right. or squarer. Right. Uh, so when but you watch this, yeah, when you watch this movie, it is not wide. It is not in that ratio. It's in a square ratio, which is fine if I'm watching it on IMAX. Right. I'm watching it on my TV at home. It's driving me nuts. Okay. However, in all fairness, it does go to the wayside. It's no big deal. You and I watch four by three movies all the fucking time. Right. Because that's anything before the 90s was all four by three. Right. So, um, but I it's weird to see that would annoy mo- you, though. It, you know, it's, it's a little thing. Um, it's beautiful. Um, I like the fact that we're getting expanded stories. I'm right. holding judgment on whether or right. not it's a great cut because I actually didn't mind justice league too much i get the problems i understand the problems with josh whedon's and dealing with canon and fucking things up they always do um i'm not a big Joss whedon fan so i'm not either for I'm a lot of either. reasons but mostly yeah. i just don't think he's that talented i i you know Says and, and the guy had... sitting in his office <laughs> not making any money yeah. <laughs> no i mean the th- the things with josh we and then coming out that he's just such sounds like a, such a major league asshole now yeah too. he's just um, a douche after uh what all the stuff that so so you know well, well, well you look at ray fisher he comes out to complain about all this basically blowing the whistle and what does warner brothers do they fire ray fisher so there goes cyborg uh instead of taking care of the problem that sounds like right. where we work david <laughs> yeah, let's transfer them yeah let's just move them instead yeah. of actually dealing with the problem and that and that's the thing so it's corporate logic though yeah it is, and Warner Brothers is very much corporate logic. Um, mm-hmm. This cut so far, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to watch yeah. it, but it's not like, oh my God, I can't wait to see it, because I was not one of those people chomping at the bit to see it. Right, right. So, okay. I was just curious, because I was going to bring that up. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you did, though. It's better than Wonder Woman 84. Really? I haven't seen that one either. 
and behind. Yep. So far, the only DC <laughs> movie that I watched that I actually liked was Shazam. Shazam is freaking awesome. I would I would love for us to have a discussion about about Shazam someday. We can do that. I'll I'll, so, I'll watch. I'll rewatch it. I would love to like watch it, it again. Um, um, I, I will just say, as as an adoptive person, uh-huh. the way they touched on uh, his search for his mom and the mm-hmm. way all that played out and everything, man, that movie hit on so many notes and triggered me so many ways. Really, it, it is a great fucking right. movie. I absolutely love Shazam. Um, and I love the first Wonder Woman movie. Um, those were really good. Um, okay. Again, I have it. I haven't watched it yet because I'm slow at watching movies. It, it's good. It's good. And the, the fact that this this new cut of Justice League is expanding is actually pretty cool. Um, so, okay, cool. you know, I think people will like to see it for that. But I don't know. You know, it's it's because I'm, I'm seeing people just totally rip it to shreds and others praising it. And I think it, it lies somewhere in the middle. Well, well, I watched Superman versus Batman or Batman versus mm-hmm. Superman, and the only good thing in that was Batman. I know a lot of people gave Ben Affleck hell for it, but I'm like, he's a oh, great that's the Bruce Wayne that I wanted to see since Michael Keaton. Yeah. To me, Michael Keaton's the best Batman movie wise. Um, but then when Affleck showed up, I was like, I can hardly wait to see his own movie. And then he either quit or they fired him or whatever. I don't know, but. For whatever reason, he's not going to be Batman. And I'm like, yeah, you got the Twilight guy. You got the sparkly vampire yeah. guy? Really? Yeah, see, this, this, Batman? this Justice hey. League starts with at the end of uh, Batman versus Superman. Really? Okay. With that fight. It starts right there. That's where the movie starts. I was like, wow, okay. Oh, that's a good spot to start then, right? Yeah, it is. And and, and it works. I love Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I think he, he makes a really good Batman. I didn't think yeah. so at first hearing, what, Ben no, he's good. Yeah, right. He makes a better Batman than he does a um, Daredevil, a Matt Murdock. Yeah. yeah. And the sad thing is that Daredevil could have, that Daredevil movie, in my opinion, wasn't, the, again, wasn't the most horrible thing we've seen, but that could have been saved with some editing. That it could movie have. definitely could have been saved with editing. And Thank God Netflix brought us Charlie Cox and a great adaptation of uh, Daredevil. Yeah, I've heard that he's he's really good. And, he's awesome. And I watched uh, Punisher War Journal, but I don't know if I finished it off. I can't remember. I probably fell asleep because I was tired. But uh, I I want to say I watched Punisher War Journal. That's the one where uh, War Zone. War Zone. Thank you. Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens. Or Ray that's, Stevenson. Oh, that's, that's I love the big that guy one. who actually looks like the Punisher, not the good-looking model guy who got shot five times with a three fifty-seven Magnum. And oh, lived. Thomas Jane. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> The Thomas Jane's version when he's doing the laundry in that short that they did on Oh my god, that short is awesome. That was brilliant. That was that's what that was Punisher missing. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. This why didn't you play this? Why didn't you do that? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the Punisher Punisher War Journal was I like that one. That was the Punisher to me. That guy, the big ugly. The yeah. uh, director Lexi Alexandra is uh, was a huge uh, comic book fan, so she oh, good. Set, she it. set out to make it look and feel like a comic book. And it was a girl. Worked. It was a, a yes. woman that did that. I did yes. not know that. Uh, my favorite scene in that. that whole movie is when that Parker guy is flipping over the roof, uh-huh. and the <laughs> Punisher <laughs> shoots him with a <laughs> rocket launcher. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. It's I a good just, take. The last thing that I can remember, because it's been such a long time, I'm going to have to pull it out again, is uh, when Jigsaw gets his face in the glass. Oh, God. It's like, 
you're just like, oh, God, heaven, you all, because <laughs> it's just yeah. like, oh, because it's not, you know, it's not just his face. It's like, oh, every, oh, yeah. oh, oh. I'll watch Dominic West in anything. I think he's a brilliant actor. Um, so, his, yeah, him as Jigsaw was really good. So. Yeah, it was good. And, and I'm sorry that normally we we go right into the movie but there was just so many little things that i wanted to talk about and we never talk we never get any of this we never do we never do and that recorded so i i like we're growing (laughs) yes we're growing we're growing because i'm going to be honest i don't have a lot to talk about this movie Holy shit. I have no <laughs> Oh man, it took I Don't worry, I'll pad. <laughs> good, cuz you're going to have to. So on that note, we go to our second segment of the show where we'll actually talk about the movie we watched. Uh, right. The Phantom exactly. from Outer Space or The Phantom from Space. Right. Is that it? That, that, um, that was it. The Phantom from Space. I had to prop my eyes open a few times. Uh this was a this was a slog. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, I've seen worse. Okay, hold on. Before we get rolling. Okay. I know you no longer have Disney, but this is funny. I think they I think they listen to us because they are putting second. I'm sorry. They put the Boba Fett car, they're putting the Boba Fett cartoon on from the holiday special. Just the cartoon. Just the cartoon. No shit. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Like, we the, gotta say, let somebody said, "Hey, let's put this at no." <laughs> no and then we'll more viewers. <laughs> and then they put all the old Muppet Show on. I saw the old Muppet Show, but yeah. from what I understand, they they took some of the episodes off. I I don't oh, know. That's sake. I'm I'm only hearing rumors. I'll have to I double check. Yeah, I didn't dig too deep into it. I started watching a few of them. And I'm like, oh my god, this is why I loved the Muppets so much. Right. Um, that's the Muppets. Yeah. Anything after that, to me, uh, they did a couple of Muppet movies, but anything after that is just not the Muppets. Yeah. Really. But, I mean, but I, when I saw they were putting the Boba Fett cartoon, it's like, oh, they listened to us. Because we said, funny. if there's one thing you're going to see out of that, it's that. And they're putting the Ewok movies on. I got the Ewok movies. Okay. Those are actually, they're so bad, they're good. It's another thing that little kids are going to love them. Because yeah. Ewoks, but other than that, I mean, they're, they're pretty gruesome in some spots. <laughs> well, they were little, uh, they ate people. They they were carnivore. They, yeah. they have bigger problems on Ewok world. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to Phantom from Space. Yeah. 1953 in vibrant color. Yeah, because it was the colorized, colorized version, which made yeah, it wasn't all very, the difference in the world. It wasn't vibrant at all. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I wound up just turning my color all the way down. It's like, what the hell did colorize? I should have just watched the black and white version if I could have found it. But. There's a tint here. I just went to my, my controls on my TV and turned it all the way down to black oh, and white. Gee. I was like, oh, that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I would have enjoyed color. it had I watched it. Yeah, their vibrant color wasn't vibrant. Okay, this um, this particular movie involves a <laughs> UFO crashing. Um, it ha- starts off with about 20 minutes of narration of the narrator describing each coordinate and what each uh, military branch is doing tracking this UFO. And it's like, get on with it. Wow. <laughs> and they just turn little dials on stuff. There was At one point, there is a... They're talking about the devices used to track, and somebody actually has like a 16 millimeter projector, like you would see in school, and uh-huh. they're turning knobs on it. And it's like that is a movie projector. <laughs> That's not a 
sonar or whatever the fuck you're using. Because I missed it, or I was just being. Stumped. I saw that. It's like, oh my god, that's a movie projector. What are you doing? How about the at the very beginning when they were showing all the top brass of the military with behind plywood podiums that were just unpainted plywood. <sighs> yeah, this. Um, go ahead, talk about it. <laughs> the- the amount of stock footage in the first 15 minutes of this movie oh my God. is almost unbearable. I recognize, out of all the movies we've watched, I've recognized some of that other stock footage. Mm-hmm. The, the clouds, um, Ed Wood used them, mm-hmm. and uh, the, 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 the girl from Mars. Oh, really? I think used it. Right before her plane got smashed. Right. I think it's the same cloud. Stock cloud stuff that they probably use all there. happened at the same time. Yeah, right. Oh, that's probably why this guy got lost. <laughs> Only they didn't have as good actors in this one. Um, what else did I write? Um, would you like me to just go through my notes and we can stop? Let's, let's go through your notes. We'll talk about uh, each little bullet point you have here because I'm I'm, I'm just going to say this this one you nailed it. I asked you please get something bad and you did. Now it's, that being said, we've mm-hmm. seen a hell of a lot worse. Yes. Yes, it's sad, but we have. Um, it's not the bad one that I thought it was, though. That's oh. what's funny. I thought it was a different bad movie. I've oh, never no. seen this one at all. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> and I was like, good. wait a minute. When's he going to take the costume off and be the big gorilla suit with the helmet? I think I know what movie you're talking about. <laughs> right? That's the one I thought this was. And I was no, like, this oh, was this an Invisible Man this movie. <laughs> fantastic. It's the guy in the gorilla suit with the helmet, with the space helmet. Nope. That's a different movie. Who knew? But I only saw that one maybe nine or ten. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've seen that. Probably not as good as you remember. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Bad then. (laughs) Lord Jesus. Two old guys talking grumpy movies. Folks, we do this so you don't have to. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. Hit the other button that, you know, follows us. I'm going to keep bringing that up because I'm, I'm learning things on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at you people. Uh, <laughs> I'll just go through my notes. Uh, stock footage. Colorized. Yeah. Why? And there was no um, point. The, yeah, the colorization on this. It wasn't a good colorization. No, it wasn't. It was, it was okay, but it was really, yeah. really faded. Like, why yeah. did you even colorize it if you were just going to? I think there's no, I'm going to stop you right there because this reminds me of when Ted Turner started colorizing all these fucking movies and it's like, stop, just stop. And it's a trend. It's a trend with Hollywood. It's like, oh, well, people will watch it if it's in color. No, they'll watch it if it's good. Um, or let's, let's, let's take, um, I'm hearing now that, uh, one of my favorite Korean films, Train to Busan is being uh, remade as an American version. Why? Watch the fucking thing and in, in its in, in its original Korean. You can do it. It's not that hard. Why keep changing stuff? Let's make it color so people... Let's have American English up in there so they watch it. You know, right. that kind of shit. Fuck that, man. We don't even have a railroad track that goes to Busan. Exactly. So why would it's you have work. it in English? Oh, fuck. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> We'll get to that but anyway, one. yeah, there was no point in colorizing this fucking thing. Uh, well, 
on Ted Turner, I had seen an interview where somebody was starting to harass him. He said, you didn't give a damn about these movies until I started colorizing them. And he said, you know why I started colorizing them? It was to save the goddamn movies. It was okay. the only way to get in there, do the movies, fix them, and, and do like the digital editing, the early digital editing to, to like fix and repair the film. He goes, and I started getting people to give me money so I could do this. It wasn't just to colorize them. He goes, That's you don't color turn it down <laughs> and i was just laughing I'm like you tell him dad fuck that you know that that's a great point that's a great point i thought but it was just to get started, more people to watch no that because all the films were disintegrating yeah so a lot of the films that he started colorizing that even i was mad at at the time like why the hell are you colorizing mm -hmm. it was basically just to save the damn film hey, and that's, it's that funny because if you get like before he started doing that you get the film before then and the one that he colorized and then you turn down the color on the ones that he colorized, they're 10 times clearer than yeah. the other ones. It's because he was able to go in a lot and clean of it up. Yeah. That's and I, great. Was, I was like, yeah, okay, that, that makes total sense. But he just let, let everything build up and build up and build up because it was, it was publicity. That's the old saying. Hey, you know what? Bad Good publicity. Point. Right? Yeah. Um, so that's me defending a multi billionaire. Well, you know, if that if that is accurate, and that's and you know it saved these old films, I'm all for it. Yeah, and that's that's why he did it. Because I think after after he did it for so long, he stopped having to colorize them. He was just like, okay, we can do this without colorizing them Good. and saving the films. And that's what I think they started doing. Yeah, it just seemed um, like a gimmick at first, but without knowing that, and even yeah, if he had come out and said that, it would nobody would have cared. So it was right. the fact that he was able to get these and put them on. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, I uh, I can change my view on on that knowing. And, and he had his own network to do it. Yes, he, he did. GCM. Yep. You know, nobody was running those old films except at you know three o'clock in the morning back when we were back when there no. was only three stations and before twenty four hour news cycle. So, yeah. You know, started blasting everybody in the face. Um, back to the notes, though. <laughs> yes, back to the notes. <laughs> um, now, the authorities are looking for something weird. But a guy in a diving helmet with no head doesn't fit the M.O. Three different vehicles, three different radar dishes, three different types of equipment in those vehicles. But let's start with the, with the M.O. Let's start with the guy with no head. <laughs> and, the, and when the authorities are told this, they just laugh it off like, ha, ha, ha. Meanwhile, they're looking for something weird in that area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're looking for something weird. This is not weird because now they they come across the the man who was out with his friends, uh, a, a married couple, right? And the police kept kept referring to this guy who was obviously in his late thirties as boy, right? It's like motherfucker, he's the same age as you. Why are you talking about the boy? <laughs> or he's older than you? Yeah, <laughs> and he's like the boy. That's a grown man. <laughs> what boy? <laughs> But yeah, the cars with the little radar dish. What? And and the TV antennas. I like Yeah, that. the TV antenna was great. That's what really pointed it out. Like, if they would have just kept them circular on all of them, like the same antenna on top of all of them, I could have went like, oh, okay, it's all the same equipment. All right. But there were three different types of thing going on. I'm like, what? Wouldn't you just have the exact same equipment in all these vehicles? And why do you have three different types of vehicles? One, one was like a Studebaker. Yeah, one was a Woody, and one was a, even a smaller car. It's like, wait, a minute, you got they all the were just exact whatever same they could find. <laughs> you got all the same equipment in all these vehicles. Okay, I'll buy it. Uh, uh, yeah, 
the the fire in the oil fields and they just shrug it off. Yeah. And it was a nice miniature. It yeah, was a, nice it was a very nice miniature. Well done. But but it also highlighted the biggest problem in this one of the biggest problems in this movie was they didn't give a shit if it was night or day. No. Man, it went from night to day, night to day, night to day, night to day. And it was all supposed to be at night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The night and day, and then the just shrugging off that the oil fields are all on fire. Ah. Oh. oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> there was a guy in a diving helmet. <laughs> not one fire truck. Not one alarm is going off. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Now, let, let's jump a little bit here. Okay. Uh, the, the the whole oil field's blowing up. The killing of this other man, uh-huh. uh, and and this. What I got by the time we got to the end of the movie is this alien crashed, and couldn't fucking breathe. Right. <laughs> so why is he killing people? Why is he blowing shit up? They they kind of explain that. Um. At one point, the doctor's like, well. The what is it that the one witness says that the guy took the attack the alien first when he came out of the woods, right? So, so he killed that guy, he fought yeah. back and he killed the guy, and then he ran away. The second guard, I think they said the second guy did the same thing, like saw him and started shooting at him. Oh, uh, okay, and that caused the fire, right? And, okay. and they the yeah. one scientist was saying, Well, what about the oil refinery? He said, Well, he's probably looking for a gas that he could breathe, and it was an accident. Okay, I missed so that. The, the, they were playing it out, they, they made actually. As good a sense as you could yeah. with such a bad script. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> there was just Yeah. Oh, let's get back to the notes. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> when all else fails, wire a report wire a report to Washington. Cause that fixes everything, as we see in today's society. <laughs> Still don't work. <laughs> okay, no. We were 20 minutes in, and not much happened. 20 minutes. I stopped it at one time and just said, there's a lot of talking going on. A lot of talking going on. A lot. A lot of talking. A lot of this. Here's the thing. This movie could have benefited from showing a hell of a lot more than it was telling. It was telling a fucking story, not showing a story. This is barely a movie. (laughs) This is a... This is... Story time for like third graders. <laughs> he did a lot of talking. Um, why is the detective sitting like a little kid? No shit. On on the next to a general, you're gonna sit like a little kid with your knees up underneath your chin. He's all smoking all up a here cigarette like... next to a major yeah. or a general, whatever that guy was talking. I'm like, I'm looking at him like, it, did this guy just think that they were practicing? What were they just like running their lines and he didn't realize it? It had to be. Had to be. How? Like, and they were filming. Was, ah, that's good enough. Because I'm sitting yeah. there looking at him like, no, he's not sitting like that. Where is he sitting? And he's right next to this major. And now, nowadays, you might throw throw a leg up on a table when you're talking to a major because you're like, eh, fuck you. Or whatever. <laughs> you know, my office, I'll sit how I want. But back then, especially. Well, yeah, it looked, like, it looked like the Air Force was in charge of this. Yeah, you're going to give this guy some respect. And I, you yeah. know what? I would do it today. I would give them respect today because that's okay. just the right thing to do. But this guy's got, he's sitting like a little kid with his legs up underneath his chin. He's like got his arms wrapped around like he's hugging yeah. himself. And I'm like, what adult male does that when you're having a meeting? <laughs> 
Petey, you're out of the office. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of problems in this movie. <laughs> well, did you notice that, that that same detective sounds like Rod Serling? Yes. He sounded just like Rod Serling. Like I wow. shut my eyes, I was like, holy crap, that he could do a Rod Serling voiceover. Easily. Um, what else? Oh, well, it was it was very nice that the news guy looked like a news reporter. Yeah. Yeah. He did. It would have mistaken him for something else, because this guy was this guy was right out of of central casting. He looked like <laughs> the atypical news reporter. I I did he have a little card in his hat that said news? No, I didn't know that no. because I would have put it there. Uh, that was then that was the only thing he was missing because he had the camera bag, he had the notepad, he had the disheveled uh, suit and hat crooked over. The bad mustache. Oh God, the guy was he—he he was perfect. He was perfect for the part for the time. I mean, you yeah. couldn't have got any better. I—I ha I have to interject because okay. the joke of a reporter out of central casting. I actually was on CBS's The Zoo as a reporter <laughs> hired from central casting. Did you have a little. <laughs> no, I'll have to find the picture, but I have a trench coat. Oh, you gotta, you got, you gotta, you gotta share that on this. It never made, it never made the TV. It got cut or whatever. They never caught me in the in background uh, with my uh, camera guy and everything. But yeah, I was your reporter right out of central casting. You gotta put that picture in here as you're speaking, like right now. I will find it. I okay, will try and find it. <laughs> no, oh, that's funny. That's, that's brilliant. That's freaking hysterical. Ah. Oh. Oh, uh, where am I? Oh, so Scott, am I wrong in thinking that somehow the FCC guy, not the military, was in charge of finding this Phantom Menace? Star Wars reference? What? Good, because I was struggling. How am I going to get a Star Wars reference? Oh, <laughs> both movies have credits. There we go. <laughs> in the end credits. There's a Star Wars reference. Yeah. Uh why, why do they have the communications guy doing all the work? I don't know. It's weird. It's, you know, here, here's the deal. This, this movie is, I, I don't recommend it. I'm just going to flat out say I don't recommend it. It's, it's, it's really thrown together. It's somebody had a story and figured they'd have to tell it instead of showing it. Right. Um, the traps at the end trying to get him. What the hell? And, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get get to the fucking end. The guy can't breathe. The alien can't breathe. He destroys his own helmet and he falls over fucking dead because he can't breathe. And that's the movie. It ends when he ends. And it's like, what was the point of the movie? What was the point of the goddamn movie? I thought at some point that the woman scientist there, she was going to be able to figure out and communicate and maybe actually help him. I thought well, something that's how was they gonna were going. And then it's like, no, we're just going to have him just die of asphyxiation, and uh, that's it. What the shit? <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. On, on, on top of that, I still have notes. Fuck you, I'm going. Go with your notes, <laughs> I'm, because I'm, I'm done. done yet. Fuck, this, fuck this travesty. <laughs> it was a fucking travesty. It was. <laughs> it was 26 minutes in, folks. Before you actually see a shot of the alien. 26 minutes in 
to an hour and 12 minute movie. Yeah. <sighs> okay. In the oil fields when they're chasing the alien around. Yeah. That was the least exciting chase scene I've ever fucking lived because in my life. Because it was the same scene over and over. Okay, he's running this way. He's running this way. And all he's you see is way. a shadow. Yeah. And that stack of pallets. And the stack of pallets. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that was exciting. It was, however, nice of the alien to fold his clothes when he took them all off. Oh, I know. He put them on the table. Well, he, he got naked. Set them on the table. So they could find him easily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw a no smoking sign in on the wall. Really? Because this movie was so around. full of smoking was crazy. <laughs> exactly. When they were running around in the lobby in the second least exciting chase scene I've ever seen. When they're in the building chasing the mm -hmm. alien. They run past this 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 no smoking sign a couple of times and i'm just laughing i'm like this is an, an, an era when everybody freaking smoked if you if you were walking around you were smoking a cigarette <laughs> exactly and one of the things i'm going to add to that when since you mentioned the signs and it uh, reminded me you had the main uh, office where the detectives were and uh -huh. where a lot of a lot of stuff was going down and they had a smith and wesson poster on the wall okay it was very that. clear that they flipped camera perspectives and used that same room for a different uh, part of the police precinct because yeah. there was that Smith and Wesson poster again. And it's like, come on, guys, take the poster down. I would have never noticed. But, yep, now I know you've got one room. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the poster the one time. Now I just want to go back and find it a second time. It is. It's their second time in a completely different room. It's like, oh, God, that's nice. funny. Oh. <laughs> I want to know how this alien knows how to lock and unlock doors with a key. I mean, he's an alien. Why Why would he know how to use a lock? Shit, I get confused on some of the locks that we have. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that, that's a great point. Why does it that's have a, buttons? <laughs> that That's a great point. And I think, I think that's overlooked in almost every alien movie. Right. It's like, why, how would they know how any of our stuff works unless right. they had it? And so it's, it's kind of a, it's one of those things that you just, you just let go. Um, right. Yeah. There's no explanation because an, a, an alien so advanced to instantly figure out what, what he's looking at that quick right. would have known where to find some fucking air to breathe. Exactly. He would have known how to, how to mix it at the damn chemical plant without blowing up the oil fields. Yeah. Just guessing. Uh but remember, because the communication officers were on it, they stopped a night of pandemonium. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what the narrator said. Pandemonium! And they're never wrong. The narrators are never wrong. Uh, Barbara's husband looks a lot like Clark Kent. I kept waiting for him to smash through a wall. He <laughs> ripping open his shirt. <laughs> I just maybe it was just me. Oh, and we're back at the lab. She gets kidnapped. The the guy, the the alien picks her up, and that's when they're chasing the alien the second time because he's taken Barbara. That's when I saw this no smoking sign. Yeah. He's in, he's by the which was actually kind of neat. They they have him whoever's lifting the girl up in some kind of green suit or. Blue. He's in a black sheet, dude. Black sheet, something. He's in a you black sheet. Yeah, there's one point you can actually see a person with a sheet holding the woman. And he's in. He's standing against the black, like 
background, but you can still see it because the light's shining on the phone. Yes. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, if you were really low budget, you know, oh, if you really, if this was an Ed Wood movie, I would really give it some room. <laughs> but this, yeah, this a, had no reason to be there. There, <laughs> this was a United Artists movie. They they should have had a little bit of money to make this movie. Maybe not a lot, but. Oh, anyway, this is bad, dude. For no apparent reason, where Barbara sees the alien and he's tapping out the beep, 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 and the message to her with the scissors. Yeah, and that's where we were thinking, well, okay, she's gonna get saved. Yeah, yeah. I thought she, they might have had a connection. I figured she would have understood it was Morse code or something. Right, but well, no. the, the mime classes came in handy at one point because they were all doing hand signal. You know, oh, I'm in a box. Oh, look at this box. Look at this invisible box thing kind of stuff. And I was like, well, that's good. Those actors, their mime classes came in handy. Uh, Which reminds me, I need to go take some mime classes. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm in this bloody peanut. <laughs> look at this bloody shell. Um, <laughs> the, this, the, this is one good thing about this movie. Other than just the end. That it ended? Um, the disintegrating at the end. The alien disintegrating at that the end. Good. That, that was, was well good. That, that was a good effect. That was very was well, well done. done. You could see his bones. You could see his body going like that. That was the only good thing about this movie. And then they, when it's done, they just look at each other and walk away. Yeah. Nobody looks to see like, okay, maybe there's radiation coming out of this thing. Maybe there's something else. Maybe this thing disintegrating isn't really how he disintegrates. Maybe he's still alive and that was just an outer shell, you know? They tracked him by his radiation levels with Geiger counters. Yeah. But yet nobody's sick. Nobody, yeah. But but when he disintegrates, that effect was cool, but then the movie just fucking ends. Yeah. And it's just like, what the down. fuck? Well, they walked out of the room. Yeah. That's daytime now. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys going? Should we clean this pile of dirt up? <laughs> no, no. That's for the epilogue. <laughs> and they ran the, uh, which is interesting, they ran the um, the credits at the end of this movie, which is not something that they did back then. No, it's not, because uh, per SAG, it was um, they right. all had to be at the front. So that was very interesting that was at the end. So Star Wars was not the first movie to pull this. He was the first movie to tell everybody to kiss his ass. Yeah. But he wasn't the first movie to pull it, which I, I thought was pretty cool. Nice little piece of history. So that's one piece there, of historical. There's a good Star Wars reference. That's a legitimate one besides that there were credits. <laughs> and I it's like the placement of the credits. <laughs> <laughs> I got two. I fit two of them in there. You fit two. I was struggling. I was like, I don't see how. This doesn't fit Star Wars. I never saw Star Wars when I was watching this. It's like, it's not happening. Neither did I. <laughs> it was like, ah, there'll be no reference here other than credits. But uh, yeah, folks, this is, uh, we watched the shit so you don't have to. So save yourself some pain. Um, yeah. It's it's really, I, I you know, a lot of times we talk about these old, old crappy movies like hey look at this this is how how you can do something or how you can make it better this one fails on multiple levels the story yeah. itself has got issues um I mean, the screenplay itself is is bad um so Not if bad. it had a decent screenplay and just poor execution i can get behind that i could see where they yeah. were going 
this story just didn't go anywhere. It didn't, it was like, this was a waste of fucking time, even in 1953. Yeah, so. yeah I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. This, this was, this was just a badly done movie. Um, like you said, the script was bad. The acting was at best stiff. Yeah. Uh, the one woman that played Barbara, she kept looking around very conspicuously and I kept waiting for that to pay off and it never did. Cause it's like that when the scientists are talking, she's giving them big wide eyed side eyed kind of looks like, yeah. Aha. Yeah. There and were a nothing, few times. Nothing came of that. Yeah. There were a few times where the actors stared right down the camera lens. And I was like, Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's like, wow, did you? And you know, it's possible. I haven't looked at, at this. This could just be a bunch of first timers, a bunch of people with no experience. It's quite possible. And hey, if if that's true, then props. You made a movie. Awesome. Mm -hmm. It's bad, but you made a movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is a bad movie. Yeah. You can definitely miss this one and not miss it, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not one of those good bad movies that's good that that's like an ed wood movie i will watch an ed wood movie there no problem uh i will watch let me, let me add to that let me add to that uh Go just ahead. just because ed wood uh when we first started this um i had never seen plan nine mm -hmm. and when i watched it i thought it was the worst fucking thing i have ever seen <laughs> Um, I couldn't have been more wrong. Um, <laughs> right. I have such an appreciation for Ed Wood now. I actually really dig Plan Nine. Right. Um, so, and I will watch it again and again. This one? No, no. I win. <laughs> you win. You converted me. I am an Ed Wood fan. Um, and all it takes is just seeing seeing things. And it, and it comes right back to we talk about Rudy Ray Moore. We talk about right. Ed Wood. You can tell when a somebody has hearts, when somebody mm -hmm. has a drive to do something. You can see it. It comes in through their art. You yeah. feel it. And that is to be commended, and that is to be held up as an example. Whether or not it succeeds is a completely different argument. Yeah, but the you. fact is they're done. You know, They try, and you can see it. You, you can yeah. see, the, the like you said, the heart. You yep. can see them, um, the inability to pull it off, but the want to do a good job. Exactly. And that's, that's I think, the big the big uh, takeaway. Yeah. This, the, these guys were working probably for United Artists under contract, I'm guessing, because back mm -hmm. then they did a... They had money. Um, they probably just, here, this is your movie you're doing this this week or this month. Yeah. Oh, it, okay. They didn't have a choice. They didn't go looking for it. It was just given to them. It's in their yeah. contract. And they... And even back then, if, if one of those guys would have looked at that script and went, what the hell is this? You need to fix this. This is just, you want a nice adventure or alien thing going on, but there's nothing here. No, there's nothing. to listen to him. No, there's no excitement. Um, there's no, there's no climax. There's no buildup. There's no. no tension. This is a boring fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. the, the chase scenes were supposed to be boring, but I don't see how a foot race is going to be boring. When you have five guys running like the damn, uh, what were those cops? The Keystone cops, you know, all in one direction. And then back. And then one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. I've seen better very, chases on Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Very poorly. The Scooby-Doo chases are more exciting. Exactly. They really are. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot wrong with this movie. Um, yeah. No, just don't. Don't stay away. Stay away. Yeah, like like Scott said, we watch the bad movies so you don't have to. 
That's what we're here for. Yeah. Hit the like button. <laughs> <laughs> I learned something new about for watching YouTube. I'm gonna yeah. Hey. That... <laughs> so, did you get my text about what I would like to watch next week? Uh, yes. Now, hold on. Let me. Are you good with that? If I can find it, yeah. It was Miyazaki's, right? It is a Miyazaki film. The wind also Miyazaki. rises. The wind rises. That's the one about the um, the designer the who created of the, the the zeros. Correct. I haven't seen it. Have you? I have not seen it. I have heard that it's sort of depressing. It's not. It's not like. Uh, it's not like uh, Kiki's delivery service. If that's well, what not everything can be out. as happy as Kiki's delivery service. You want it to be as happy as Kiki's delivery no, service? No, I said not no. everything can be as happy as Kiki's delivery service. Just making sure that's that. I didn't want you to think that's what it was. And have no, I know it's not going to be. Um, okay. I love everything that Miyazaki has done. Um, I, I really enjoy the artistry and the level of uh, attention to story and right. storytelling. Um, that actually, I have not watched a Miyazaki film that has not pulled on my heartstrings. I know, right? Or touched yeah. me emotionally. So I have a feeling this will do it as well. Um, whether it's good, a good feeling or a bad feeling, I don't care. I just want a movie to touch me. Right. That doesn't sound right, but I do. I do. You know, I. What I'm trying to say is, a movie <laughs> is a piece of art. It should. It should elicit an emotional response the same way no, as looking, yeah. at, looking at a at a uh, van gogh when i saw van gogh in a museum i was floored you can just feel it it's like oh my god and seeing the masters and stuff so when and i consider miyazaki a master of his oh his yeah craft. That most definitely um, so yes i definitely after watching this shit bomb i would love <laughs> for us to go into um a, a decent film so next week work. miyazaki the wind rises all i gotta do is find um, it if I can find it, I can watch it. You can find it. I'm, I'm sure. Double, I'll check out. It's probably. I'm guessing it's on Amazon. It's got to be. I know it's on, on HBO. Um, so I'll. Uh, if you can't find it, we will definitely do another Miyazaki film. But Miyazaki is coming. I'll, I'll get it. I'll find something. I'll figure out a way to get it. <laughs> I have to buy it. I don't care because I like Miyazaki. Anyway. I, I find That's it what I figured. It. I know you'll find it. <laughs> and it's one we haven't seen, which I'm excited about. No, so, I have not seen. I've heard about it, and the what little bit I've seen of animation from it, it looks beautiful. It's beautiful. Until next week, have a good day. <laughs> have a good day.